Last night, we saw Maestro. It is directed by Bradley Cooper, and it's the second film that he has directed. It stars Bradley Cooper and Carrie Mulligan. It's about the lifelong relationship between conductor slash composer Leonard Bernstein and actress Felicia Montalage Cohen Bernstein as well. So we saw it. Second film from Bradley Cooper. What are your thoughts? Hmm. Um, well, I sat straight out of the gate. I thought it was, it was okay. I, I don't think it was great. And I, I think it's good. I think it's very well made. Um, Bradley Cooper, obviously, he has a very, um, a very wide vision for this. And he has a lot of creativity. And there's somewhat of an artistic expression in this movie. You can tell he's put everything into it. But for me, I just couldn't connect with this movie emotionally or even being like engaged. I felt myself drawn out of the movie a little bit at times. Uh, so I'd be very interested to uh, hear your thoughts when we get to that. But yeah, I just, there was just something about this movie that was left out. I'll start with uh, the stuff that I really love of the movie. Carrie Mulligan. Fucking amazing. One of the best performances of the year. She is so, so good. Just probably the best part of the movie for me. Like, I was always really drawn and captivated when she was on screen doing what she does. Bradley Cooper, as far as performance, very, very good as well. Yeah, he, it's, he's completely different to what you normally see him. He seems to be able to capture uh, a multifaceted side of Leonard Bernstein. And... For me, he did such a great job just yeah, capturing all the kind of age and eras that he goes through. Does it really, really well. Um, I think the directing is very good by Bradley Cooper. However, I do think it does fall um, in the same, or it has the same problems as Napoleon for me. It captures too much for someone that has too large of a life to, uh, I guess, capture um, in, in one movie. and. The main thing about Leonard Bernstein is the music, his conducting. I feel like the music's never really a character in this. I feel like the music is doesn't feel that much a part of Leonard Bernstein in this movie. And I think that's that's a problem when the score of the entire movie is Bernstein's music. It's it doesn't work in that sense. And I don't know, it just needed to uh tackle a different part of his life somehow however the strong part in terms of the script is really when it's focusing on that relationship um with carrie mulligan and uh bradley cooper's characters that's when it's at its best and i guess the family dynamics revolving around that and you know you obviously got the lgbt theme surrounding this and stuff i think that's when it's at its best but it doesn't really seem to capture what uh bernstein did and who he really was on a creative level and you can tell that it tried. It just doesn't explore it deep enough for me. Uh, so yeah, I, I think the script's a little bit of a letdown. The dialogue is nice. It flows well. But it just, I, I think it falls under um, a trap that a lot of biopics do. And I think there's a, a little bit of a lack of focus there. And it kind of assumes that we already know who Leonard Bernstein is. And I don't know about you, but... I don't really know. I don't know much about Leonard Bernstein. I know who he is. I know that, um, you know, he was a conductor, but I don't know anything beyond that. And this movie, it felt like it is like 
it was assuming that I knew more about him than I already did. Like, and now I come out of the movie, I don't know much more about him. Just, I guess, a bit more of his relationship, but not much more about who he was, uh, why he was creating what he created, how he felt about it. I just don't think that was uh, really explored enough. So I, I guess that's a, somewhat of um, a bad part of the movie as well. Otherwise, um, yeah, we've got the cinematography. It might be one of the best of the year. Very uh, shot so nicely. Uh, Bradley Cooper, is he excels so much as a uh, director in terms of improving and progressing, but when it comes to uh, writing, I think it, it's regressing a little bit um, from what he did in The Star is Born. And one thing I want Bradley Cooper to do uh, in the future is to not feel like, or not to make his movies feel like they're designed for the Oscars. Like, I'm just watching this. I'm like, okay, this, it just feels like Oscar bait. And I know that term uh, is not really valid. Uh, you hear him talk about it. He's very passionate about it. But oh, just, come on, dude. This is like, it's just a better formula um, for, the, for the Oscars, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, otherwise... Um, yeah, he's getting really good as a director. I have a lot of faith in him to continue onwards. Um, yeah, he's got a great technical eye. Um, Matthew Lebowski, I think that's the cinematographer's name. Apologies if I'm pronouncing that wrong. But he, yeah, he's done a very good job here. I think there's going to be a strong contender for best cinematography. I think it deserves so. Uh, another uh, category out there, makeup and hairstyling. The way we see uh, Bradley Cooper's uh, Bernstein go through time and see him naturally age. It's, it's just a marvel to witness. Like it's, it's such good prosthetic effects. It's like akin to the level of Colin Farrell's penguin, just unrecognizable. But I think this is more impressive than uh, the penguin or Colin Farrell's the penguin, because this goes right up, like almost to the <laughs> eye and you just still can't see him in there. Like you can see his eyes um, and you kind of, Got to just it's Bradley Cooper, and we obviously know it's Bradley Cooper, but he still looks completely different and looks very compelling as Leonard Bernstein as well. Um, but yeah, I think what else do I have on my mind about this movie? I think the movie it rushed the ending for me. It kind of just came out of nowhere. It didn't really earn its uh, ending as well as it should have. Um, and just you know, we watch like a there's at least a five-minute segment of him conducting in this, and he's going all out. But the movie does a poor job prior to that to kind of explain or provide any meaning to, to what he's doing because Bradley Cooper's acting his ass off. But I don't know. I never knew conductors like go like that. You, do, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyone who watches, you, you'll know what I mean. Um, when you do watch it, he's going crazy. And I'm like, okay, what does this mean? How does this uh, work? I think there just needs to be a little bit more context behind Bernstein's art and his craft. And yeah, I just don't think we did that. Um, everything from a technical side of thing, I think is just, it's amazing. It, it's almost to, to perfection. But I, I think, yeah, I think um, Bradley Cooper's spread too thin here. He's directing, he's acting, he's writing. Uh, yeah, it's, it's the three biggest roles of, of an entire film production. I think he, he's producing as well, so he's all over the place. I honestly think this movie would be about twice as good if it was directed by you know one of the producers of the movie, Martin Scorsese or Steven Spielberg. 
They produced oh, yeah. it. If Crazy. They, yeah, if, if, they, if they directed this alongside Cooper doing other stuff as well, could have been a flat-out masterpiece. But this movie falls short of that masterpiece title. Cooper's spread too thin. Yeah, agreed. I agree with you in regards to the plot. It always seemed like if it was building towards something, and then mm-hmm. when it happened, you didn't realize that was the moment I was building towards. Yeah. And then the film just ends. And like when the film ended, I was like, what? They're still like, mm. I thought that was like just getting started. Yeah. Um, really? So yeah, it's pretty much like a whole tease um, until that moment. Mm. Um, you are right. They didn't really capture his passion for his music. Well, we can see that he was passionate about music, but we didn't know why or it wasn't very music focused. It was more based on their love story mm. um, between his character and Carrie Mulligan's. Yeah. Um, both their performances were fantastic. There's one scene where, um, and it also got, ties in with um, the cinematography where the camera's just still. Uh-huh. Carrie Mulligan's in one corner of the frame, Bradley Cooper's in the other, and it's just empty space in the middle. And they're just mm. having an argument and a dialogue. Like everything about that scene was amazing from That's the so dialogue good. to yeah. the acting to the. Mm. Lack of score as well in the cinematography. Yeah. Like it's pretty much up there with um, marriage stories um, argument scene for me of mm. just how like that scene, like when you see it, you know, that's the best part of the whole film. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I turned to you and I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think there are some films, or, uh, there are some scenes and some things that Bradley Cooper just absolutely nails. Mm-hmm. But I think you're right with that Napoleon comment is that, there's just so much of this ca- of this of this character, yeah. of this person to cap to <laughs> capture <kind of> character, <laughs> to, yeah. to capture throughout his whole life, and he's not just allocated enough time for it. Mm. Um, I understand that he wants to s- tell the love story side of it, which is obviously from start to finish, mm-hmm. and it's a bit hard to do that in segments. Yeah. Um. So either he could focus on that and drop the music element, or vice versa, drop the love story and just focus more on the music element. Mm-hmm. I think if he split those two up and focused the movie on one of those two criteria. Yeah. I think we might've gotten a bit of a better movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The makeup and hairstyling is unreal. Yeah. Like you can, the detailing on older Bernstein is just like, how do they even do it without any CGI? You know, like mm. it has wrinkles in there, has like old people moles. I'm sure people will know what I'm, when I say when I, when I say that, it's just unreal. And then like we saw him in three different stages: young Bernstein, mm-hmm. um, he was really good in that, and mm-hmm. then middle age, and then old Bernstein. And yeah. each one is just as good. I think the best is definitely old because there's just so much detail in terms of the hair, the wrinkles, mm-hmm. the moles, and everything like that. And the way Bradley Cooper um, performs during each of those phases like you can tell in his voice so when he's old Bernstein he has like that little old person voice yeah like people know what I mean by that mm-hmm. same as Carrie Mulligan she does old exactly the same <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah Carrie Mulligan as well Carrie yeah. Mulligan did it as well and yeah you're right she was mm-hmm. exceptional like I'm surprised Lily Gladstone's picking up all these precursor awards because uh, I strongly feel that Carrie Mulligan is way better mm-hmm. than um, Lily Gladstone and Definitely, it, it does help with the um, screen mm. time as well. But. Yeah, see, that's what I mean with these awards because I don't know which is better. Um, they're both so outstanding. But this one's clearly a lead performance and the other one is not a clearly a lead performance. The other one's yeah. supporting. Yeah. yeah, so that does you know get in the way of it. Yeah, so... Yeah, those are my thoughts on it. Carrie Mulligan was exceptional, I think. 
between her and that one mm. argument scene was fantastic. Cinematography mm. as well is awesome. And there's some creative shots in there as well, like where it's a bird's eye shot, but it's not fully bird's eye. It's like on an angle as well. Mm -hmm. um, some, I think I noticed that like about two or three times in the film. Those shots were fantastic. A lot yeah. of the still images and, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I mean, I also think uh, Bradley Cooper is very good. He's definitely got one of my favorite performances of the year. I still don't know um, where he fits alongside the, the rest of the year, but he's definitely up there. Um, but yeah, no, I, he's honestly just spread too thin here and it's surprising because you said before that he should have focused either on, you know, uh, Bernstein's craft or Bernstein's relationship with his wife. But then, you know, you got a star is born and he kind of does both in that, you know, it's got the music element and it's got the, uh, the love story as well. Yeah. So he can do it. It's just with this one or with that movie, it's just a snapshot of time. Like. You know, they meet, they start dating, and then they carry on. I guess it does skip in a little bit through their relationship, but it's not capturing an entire life. And these biopics, you don't need to capture the whole life for it to be a biopic. It can just be a period of time, a very significant moment in that person's life. So I think it's honestly, when you're doing a biopic, I think that's a big mistake to make is to want to capture everything because. You can't really do it unless it's becoming a miniseries. That's true, yeah. yeah. I think this would have actually worked as a miniseries. Well, Napoleon definitely would have worked as a miniseries. Napoleon would have been good, yeah. Because um, it's just so much to capture. I think this would have benefited from like maybe a three-parter little miniseries or something like that. Three-parter, yeah. I think it would, you, like you'd have, if you make it or all a trilogy. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Young Bernstein, middle-aged Bernstein, old Bernstein. <laughs> <laughs> the Burnverse. Oh, Actually, don't even joke about that. I'm not, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if there is a director out there that brings all the biopics together. How would, and I don't even want to know what that looks like. That'd be <laughs> the weirdest thing in the world. And it's all for that, what was that massive as um, event? Band Aid or what? something? What's it called? Band Aid? I don't know what it's called. First Aid, something Aid. That massive as concert where they're like, oh, uh, yeah, 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 but it's like all the, yeah, okay, I know what you're talking about. It's like a big concert, yeah, yeah. with uh, Queen being a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Kool-Aid, Band-Aid. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Band-Aid. I'll look at it later. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. If anyone uh, listens to us on, on this and uh, head over to Instagram and let me know if I'm right or if I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, let him know he's wrong. Yeah. It's not Kool-Aid. <laughs> no, I said Band-Aid. Oh. <laughs> Could uh, be Kool-Aid. Um, but yeah, no, I don't really have any... Further thoughts on this. Um, but overall, I really did like the movie. And I, I don't know if a lot of people listening to this would, will connect to it as much. Uh, perhaps more or perhaps less than I did. Otherwise, I recommend giving it a chance. Uh, it's definitely showing uh, Cooper's progression as a director. Yeah, so mm. what would your score be? 7.5. Mine would be 7.5. Oh, <laughs> All right. That yeah. will do us on it. The Maestro review. We have Ferrari tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah, we do have Ferrari. We do have Ferrari tomorrow. So that's another one that will be coming your way. Mm -hmm. Thanks to, for listening. Um, if you enjoyed listening to us on this review, head over to Spotify or wherever you pod from and search um, Let's Be Real. You can give a listen to all the reviews we do 
alongside our podcast, Let's Be Real. If you do watch Bernstein and you have different thoughts or similar thoughts, so you know the name of that massive-ass concert, head over to Instagram or X, at MovieGains, and give us a message, and we'll be happy to discuss this with you. And if you want to see what else we get up to, we're on MovieGains.com. We do box office analysis, Oscar predictions, more reviews, and physical media content. Thanks, everyone, for listening today. We'll catch you tomorrow. See you later. Peace.